Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming around the world at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Alexis Thompson. Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, Bunny. Good morning, Don McLean. Good morning, and good morning to Kenny. Am I here? You are here. I am here. You are here. That's <laughs> yes. right. And good morning to all of you on this Thursday, May 28th, 2020. 602 is the time. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the broadcast. Welcome to the day. Welcome to one more alarm clock till the weekend. Welcome to National Brisket Day. Well, well, it's all beef today. It looks like it's all meat. Uh, uh, it's brisket day. It's hamburger day. And it's also specifically National Beef Burger Day. And welcome to your. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, herbivores, and welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, 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 coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee? How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee? Alexis, uh, how is your cup of joe this morning? Oh, it's uh, Trabian. Uh, mm. Like usual, Italian black roast, nice, mm-hmm. n- nice yeah. and hot. And uh, much needed today. Yes. Lots of crying yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> the beautiful Don McLean. Yeah. Um, mine is great. It's perfect temperature. Um, it is uh, ambitious, brave, and steadfast today. Steadfast. Yeah. That's right. Kenny, my dear friend. Bring that music down a little bit, Don. Here, I'm going to pop the top. Oh. There you oh, go. wow. That's the 1942 thermos. It's refilling my cup now for the third time already that's my boy nice he's not talking me off the ledge this morning oh my gosh (laughs) he's not messing around and neither am i i'm on my second so uh, oh you are yeah number two girl i uh, iced coffee today are you doing i I ordered the two the guy looked at me and said are you sure you want to do this i go yep go to joe go to i'm committed i'm committed yeah uh as we come on the air this Uh, morning uh folks in minneapolis uh can look to the south and see fire and smoke rising into the air. Uh, it is a sad juxtaposition, I would say, the piece of the morning as the backdrop for a fire that continues to burn after a night of protest and pain, uh, destruction, and yes, even more death. And that is where we begin, sadly, this morning. Uh, the Star Tribune headline reads, Shooting Death Near Protest Amid a Night of Minneapolis Violence. Uh the city, parts of the city, parts of uh, the Lake Street, uh, Minnehaha neighborhood in South Minneapolis burned. Uh, it's um, still on fire, it's Jason. Still I'm on watching f- a live shot from yeah. uh, the uh, video traffic cam from 55 and 90, 994. And about 15 minutes ago, it had calmed, the fire had calmed down to where I was only seeing smoke. But now recently, in the last five minutes, I'm seeing a very, very tall, large flames again and a, a big plume of black smoke. So something else caught on fire there. Yeah. Uh, and it's still raging. We've got Zilka down there. We've got Eggert down there. And the scenes that I'm seeing 
Uh, I, I, I've never seen anything like this, Jason. Maybe Watts riots, you know, when we were tiny little kids or mm -hmm. when I was. Mm. This is this is unbelievable, dude. And I want to say too, I, uh, I I I I want to frame this in a way where uh, the 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 uh, the looting and the violence is is one of the stories. Obviously, the story is the senseless murder of George Floyd. Yes, let's yep. hope let's um, not lose focus. Uh, but I also want to say that we can do both. I, I don't understand yeah. my 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 buddy uh, Ken Darling once again put it really well. I think you can care immensely about the horrific murder. And let's just not beat around the bush. That's uh, the murder of George Floyd. And you can also care about, things aren't mutually exclusive, you can also care about yes. uh, what happened last night. Uh, you can care about the fact that it wasn't just a Target and a Cub. I mean, those corporations will be fine. But from what I can see, from what I can read, there were also small businesses uh, that were ruined. A lot of these were the heart of that neighborhood. If you yeah. want to talk about the Target and the Cub, uh, that provided those two establishments provided that neighborhood with with a vital resource of, of food and, and, and goods. And then you have other small business owners who, in the middle of a pandemic, uh, already going through e economic pain, and, and now hopefully they have insurance. Hopefully they can rebuild. Um, I, I think about uh, the peaceful protesters who went down there to deliver a much needed message and who I fear, who I fear will be uh, pushed aside and, 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 and we will lose focus because we're going to start arguing about what the what the looting meant and what last night meant. So. I, I just hope we can keep focus, but I also believe that we can care about both things last night, the protest, Mr. Floyd, and the destruction. I think all three, it doesn't make you a less, uh, less of a person, less of a caring person to care about all of those things well, simultaneously. Well, how complex this whole situation is. Yeah. How are you feeling, Lex, generally, oh. as you watched last night? Oh, I, yeah, I just, everything, it's just so... Uh, unfortunate and sad and people are getting so angry and not only that i mean we're angry and then on top of that that first night that was a peaceful protest yeah. that was met with tear gas and rubber bullets what do you think is going to happen the next night people are going to be much angrier and madder and that's kind of what's happened and on at the same time like you said with george floyd there's now surveillance video showing that he didn't res resist arrest yep. Where are the video footage from the vests, from the police, and from the cop cars? Um, even George Floyd's family is saying, you know, please remain peaceful. The Dads Against Violence were out there with their um, megaphones saying, hey, please, let's stay focused because what's going to happen is, yes, the focus will be the looting and the violence. Yep. But at the same time, you know, if you feel like you've been pushed down, you're your uh, men in your race have been just killed for just being who they are. You feel helpless. You feel just like no one's hearing me. They haven't heard me. How many more of our people need to die? Um, how, how do you react? You know? So it's, 
there's just there's just so much. And then with the mayor saying, you know, with his stance, that was a strong stance that Jacob mm-hmm. Fry took yesterday, which, wow. And just saying, look, we need to get calling more information, for the arrest. calling for the arrest, calling it murder and call you know, that um, we need to really act swiftly here. Um, Governor uh, Walls as well, uh, just saying, you know, it's just so, oh, man, you guys, we're just at a point where uh, I. There, the anger, the. I think this is all of our fight, and I just hope that. Oh, yeah, there's just a. Uh, uh, there's justice. Dawn? Jacob Fry said exactly what we were all thinking, and I'm so proud of him for saying he couldn't, over the last 36 hours, one thing kept coming back into his mind, which is why isn't he in jail? Yeah. And I was saying that last night. Like, when is it going to be that one of these guys are arrested? Why are they not in jail? How many times does this have to happen where no one goes to jail for this? And I was really proud of him because he was passionate and he made his point. And um, that's that's exactly what was in, it's in our hearts. And he spoke that. And we're waiting to hear what's going to happen. Yeah, you know? because as he said, too, if this was any one of us, if, if it was you. If it was you or me, it was we Kenny, would be in jail right now. We would now. be in jail right now. Right. Yes. And, and look, the wheels of justice, especially in a case like this where there's usually a grand jury, the next steps do take a long time. And no one wants to hear that. Uh, right. But that is what that is the case. There is usually a grand jury when there's an in custody situation right. like this. However, that that's the rational part of your mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the passionate side is thinking to yourself, well, wait, this is pretty clear cut to us. Right. I we mean, saw... that's why I'm not in office. Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, no. I make just... rational right. decisions. No, absolutely. But, but I do understand what happened last night. I all of this happened all all of this destruction it makes sense to me. I get it. You know? I know why it's happening. It's a horrible situation, but how do they feel like that they have getting, a voice? Yeah, yeah. get any you attention. Know? Well, yeah. also the protesters yeah. feel uh I, I saw this juxtaposition and then we'll we'll pause and then I'm, I, I we want to absolutely hear from Kenny. Uh you see the juxtaposition of protesters uh, coming to state capitals around the world, white protesters. With their big ass guns. Yeah, they they come to state capitals from Michigan to our own state capital to to California to Kentucky uh, to, to see the shining sea, uh, protesting the stay at home measures with giant guns, and they are met with calm. They are met mm, uh, with mm. kind of a laissez faire uh, uh, attitude, but yet these protesters, uh, many. Uh, people of color are met with uh, uh, rubber bullets. Yeah, uh, I'm so, and again, this is very nuanced. We don't we don't understand all the protocols. But again, just like Don said, there's also just the 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 passionate side of your mind that looks at the two pictures, looks at the pictures of the peaceful protesters, and we know. I, I Jace, uh, uh. A, a couple of my talkers were down there, peaceful protesters trying uh, trying to seek justice. And they're met with force. But then you have white protesters with guns the size of buildings who are met with calm and restraint and measure. And it just doesn't make sense to people. You may not agree. You may be listening and shaking your head right now. You may not agree. You may be on the other side. But we're just telling you what people are feeling and why, why last night 
could have happened. It is 6.13, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to take a break. When we return, we'll hear from Kenny and more. Welcome back to the show. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming around the world at MyTalk1071.com and on our app. I'm Jason Matheson along with Alexis Thompson, Don McLean, and Kenny. 619 on this Thursday, continuing our conversation uh, about uh, the death uh, of George Floyd and uh, the the protest, the peaceful protest yesterday, day two, that turned violent uh, in South Minneapolis. Uh, Don referenced uh, Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry. Uh, he held a press conference last night and we uh, yesterday, and we have just a bit of that. Don. Events in our city that shape us. There are precedents and protocols sitting in the reserves of institutions just like this one that will give you about a thousand reasons not to do something, not to speak out, not to act so quickly. And I've wrestled with more than anything else over the last 36 hours one fundamental question. Why is the man who killed George Floyd not in jail? If you had done it, or I had done it, we would be behind bars right now. And I cannot come up with a good answer to that question. And so I'm calling on Hennepin County Attorney Mike Freeman to act on the evidence before him. I'm calling on him to charge the arresting officer in this case. We cannot turn a blind eye. It is on us as leaders to see this for what it is and call it what it is. George Floyd deserves justice. His family deserves justice. The black community deserves justice. And our city deserves justice. Mayor Jacob Fry yesterday holding an impassioned press conference. Uh, A. Simmons writes to us on Twitter. You've got mail. One thing to keep in mind, she writes, a lot of folks went to the protest. Those looting, rioting aren't necessarily part of the group. The larger group, perhaps, take taking part with the sole purpose of causing trouble. It happens in situations like this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great point. And that's that's what I was uh, kind of framing at the very beginning of the broadcast. That's what a, that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's another area that upsets me is the the people that, and let's be blunt, there are people down there that didn't give a rat's rear about Mr. F- about George. Uh, they're down there just to cause trouble, and they're taking attention away from not only Mr. Floyd, uh, but the injustice of it all. And that's unfortunate that the yahoos that go down there just to be yahoos and, and, and have no real uh, stake or desire to have a stake in this. They're just there to cause trouble. My cousin was down there um, and uh, was telling me he saw more than a few yahoos that were just gleeful and didn't really care about Mr. Floyd. They were just there to to loot and set things on fire. And 
the fire that Kenny's referring, it's, uh, it was a partially uh, built housing complex. The whole thing went up in mm-hmm. flames, the, and then it exploded at some mm-hmm. point as well. Kenny, I know you want to take a pause. Um, anything you want to say? I don't want to put you uh, in, in, uh, uh, in a weird position, but anything at all you want to say? Uh, let's tell the truth, Jason. Uh, I can't get away with any lies with my talkers. Um, I told Don during the break that I didn't want to participate. Yeah, I know. I, uh, yeah, because yeah. my view is different somewhat. Um, uh, uh, but generally... I'm like 80 to 90% with you, Jason. Your yeah. open remarks and what you just said and the letter you just said, I feel all of that. Yeah. I'm really good uh, buddies with a guy named Reverend Timothy Christopher. He's a Baptist mis- minister uh, in his 40s, a black guy up on the north side, and he's done everything he can to help the poor of this town and the black people of this town. And he was at the original protest, 38th in Chicago, two nights ago. And uh, I don't know if my talkers know this or not, but I live really close to 38th. I can see it from, uh, I can see it's down the block for me. I can see it. And I live in a very diverse neighborhood. And as far as Reverend Tim and me and a lot of people are were concerned, on that first night, the protest, we won initially. Those officers were fired right away. Justice was going to be served. And it was people at that protest of all races and yeah. all political stripes. That's why I bring up my neighborhood. Far right, far left, in the middle, every color, very diverse. We won. And then it was taken from us. And justice was going to be served. And yes, I agree with the mayor. Those cops need to be in jail right now. Absolutely. Uh, but I don't think enough was done to stop the rioting last night and that's where i i i might differ with you guys um and it's all i guess coming from my brain right now i'm remi- trying to remain calm um I, 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 i'll just say it i think the national guard should have be called should have been called in sooner um mm-hmm. because like you said i couldn't care less about target i couldn't care less about cub and the corporations that own them yeah. those people in that neighborhood <sighs> lost a very 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 valuable asset i frequent those car shops on lake street because you know i'm a do-it-yourself knucklehead and um it's not it's not the man using those stores it's neighborhood guys we're we got our hoods open in the parking lot replacing parts right there because we're too damn poor to pay somebody to fix our car it's the neighborhood same with all those restaurants those shops uh, liquor stores all those small businesses that you might see a national sign on fr- up front but it's a franchise owned by local guys employing local people providing for the locals they're now gone because of rioting and uh, again these cops justice will be served and we were well on our way to seeing justice and this just set us back yeah I, I it's it's I'm new. I'm so bummed out. I'm just I know. so disappointed. I'm so bummed out. As Lex said at the beginning uh, of this conversation, there's so many layers. You're mm. you're angry one minute, you're crying the next, you're hurt, <laughs> you're confused. It's it's all of those things times four. We're gonna pause everybody. Coming up on six twenty six. Back after this. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the seventies or eighties. Twin Peaks Sheriff Station, this is Lucy speaking. 
I do not know how you got this phone number, but it's reserved for official sheriff's business only. For the latest clues and updates on Twin Peaks, call the sheriff's hotline at 1-900-860-0911. Two dollars the first minute, one dollar each additional minute, maximum three-minute call. Callers under 18, get your parents' permission before dialing. Sponsored by Phone Programs USA, Inc. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. Surprise! We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Hey, Rock! I haven't seen Lucy, the actress, since Twin Peaks, and I can picture her in my mind perfectly right now. Oh, I know. I was... She was so cool. I was desperately, as we all were, um, I I had kind of a split night. I, I went for a run to kind of clear my mind. I came back. Colin had a Zoom girls' night, so I was left to my own devices and, and, and deviant behavior. And I, I sat on the floor with the Hubbard uh, laptop and spent three hours in a YouTube vortex, uh, just putting stuff oh. into it because it just I love that it takes my m- oh it yeah. was good g- g- glorious <laughs> and I and I That's just a little escape oh it was Lex and I just put into the YouTube I put in like murder she wrote for you and 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 Rockford Files for Kenny and then for Tw- Dawn obviously Twin Peaks and I came across that promo that this oh. nerd this nerd who collects vintage uh, TV commercials I love his YouTube page. Uh, he's a treasure trove. It's like on hell with toys. Aww. And I found this and I thought, first of all, like Kenny, I, I haven't heard Lucy's voice since <laughs> Twin Peaks. Number two, when was the last time we talked about 1-900 numbers? Oh, Remember yeah. those? Oh, yes, oh yes. wow. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Uh, oh, cool. She's also the voice of the feather duster in Beauty and the Beast. Shut up. Really? really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, the original one. I didn't know that. Yeah, you. Oh. when you go back and listen, you're like, oh, of course. It's very that's, clear? Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, that's Lucy. Oh, that's fantastic. But I found that, and I'm like, <laughs> who knew? I mean, they really tried to monetize. I might have called that. Because you got clues. That's a real yeah. thing, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah, I'm, um, uh, I mean, I was, I was obsessed with it. This was... I was... I was flashing back, Dawn, to remember you guys, the ads on TV, and they mentioned it. Kids... Get permission Don't from your parents <laughs> because kids would dial it up a hundred times yes. and run phone yeah. bills up into the thousands. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yep, that's right. For like a minute, you paid like a do- like a hundred dollars. I think it was what three do- uh, three minutes. Yeah. Uh, it said maximum of three yeah. minutes. Because I I, oh. I when I first moved here, I I was not well. I was uh, po not poor. <laughs> I was uh, I left off the R, um, yep. and I called. That there was like a gay number, like oh, a gay, oh like you could meet people. Um, oh. I'm spilling all the tea here. I didn't care. Well, like I was the back at city pages. Or yes, right? I, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm being very well, honest. You were just newly well, gay. I was newly gay. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, sometimes you party. Here's here's some bluntness that you may not want it. Well, Lex is right. <laughs> you were so excited. Oh, here's some bluntness. You may not want a 635 in the morning, but hi. Bring it. Bring um, it. <laughs> sometimes and I'm not making a general statement. And I think Alexis knows where I'm going with this. Um, when gay. Gay guys first come out, 
You see those nature videos with rabbits mating? Um, that's basically what we're sometimes like. Uh, and it's not... Playing, it's, it's called playing catch-up. Oh, it's, it's, it's... I mean, we're like little... Or pandas. Don't pandas have really quick sex? Lexi, and loud. They, they loud, yeah. yeah. We're gay guys, when we first come out, we're like pandas. I mean, just, you know... You're bringing your average up. Oh, it's just we go nuts. Um, not everybody. There, there's my disclaimer because I yeah. don't want. If there's one day I don't want emails, it's today. Yeah. Uh, but generally oh, speaking, people without senses of humor. Generally speaking, uh-huh. <laughs> rabbits and dogs. Rabbits, pandas, and dogs. That's what we're like. But but no, I called um, when I first moved here. I I can picture my apartment, Lex, my studio apartment in Loring Park, where I slept on a couch for about four years, and that's not a joke. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But this, I was fascinated. I'm like, wait a minute. If I call this 1-900 number, there's going to be a homosexual on the other end that may or may not want to meet me? This is fantastic. We didn't have this in Indiana because I was one of maybe four gay people. Um, so so I, these were meetups. This wasn't yes. just like a 900, like well, you a could. man will talk sexy to you. Yeah, well, and I will tell you, I will not identify. <laughs> I will not identify. But my second night in town, I called this Whoa. number. You're, I called this number. You're not messing around. No, no, girl, please. I was, I was young. I was uh, herny, and I was ready to be gay. Sure. Um, and I called this number. <laughs> I was kind of cute. I had ear. I had two earrings. Oh, I was kind of cute. Yeah. Oh yeah. My brows were just plucked for the first time. I was cute. Um, and I was ready to be cute. So I called 1-800, I don't know, gay me or something. And, uh, <laughs> uh humpy, 1-900 humpy. And I don't know what it was, but I called gay love. gay love. And, um, I talked to a legendary drag queen in Minneapolis who is still around to this day. And I remember her telling me who she was. And she goes, you just moved here, didn't you? And I said, yes, I did. And she goes, she goes, little man. She called me little man. She goes, little man, you come into the 90s. And she goes, you tell you, you come up to me and you tell me about this interaction and I'll show you the ropes. And I went up to her uh, a couple months later at the 90s and I and she belly laughed. I said, hi. I'm the guy that <laughs> night, and da da da. She goes, "Oh my goodness, little man!" She called me little man again, and uh, even though I wasn't little, um, I have my little Tommy Hilfiger plaid shirt on, my little oh, preppy glasses. Yeah, Tommy Hilfiger. Yes. Um, but anyway, and uh, yeah, so there we go. Yeah. Well, she they left the off the best part of the story. Did Tell I hook us up? about the ropes? Yeah. No. Well, yeah, she did. Yeah. She did teach me the ropes. I, I, She taught me where to go, where not to go. She gave me a list of like, okay, if you want this, Stay you go to the 90s. People. If okay. you want this, you go to the brass rail. If you uh-huh. want this, you go oh, to the, you know, rail. yeah. yeah. Um, and if you want this, go to the Metro, which was an, an old bar in St. Paul. And she really did. She taught me the ropes. And I'll never, well, obviously, that was 23 years ago. And I'll never, ever, ever mm. forget that. So, oh, wow. yeah, she was she was lovely. And she remains a lovely individual. How many times did you call that number after that interaction? Oh, yeah, how'd that phone bill look? Yeah. <laughs>
Oh, look. That's why he slept on the couch and couldn't buy a bed. That's right. <laughs> That's right for four years. <laughs> Thank you, McClain. Thank you. Yes. It all makes sense yeah. now, doesn't it? Why do you think I have three jobs? Uh, why do you think I worked at Caribou, Red Lobster, and he WCCO? Got, he got phone calls to make. Girl, I did. Dar, I had to call Dar. Um, if I, if Dar would be, if I call her right now, she'll remember this. I, that was the main source other than just making rent. Um, my first few months I went, I went like hog wild and all kidding aside, I had hundreds of dollars in phone bills, um, from these one nine hundred numbers. So I eventually, I know. And I, this is the best. I had to call Dar. How come you haven't heard this before? I don't know. Well, it takes a day like this. Yeah, it takes a day like this. I wish I had known you then. It would be, buddy, you deserve a hug. Oh, I know. Slip a hundred dollar bill in your pocket. Oh, girl, you wouldn't want to hug me. Any type of physical contact, I would have been humping your leg like a chihuahua. I feel so badly for you. Oh, no. You had fun, though. I did it to myself. Oh, I look back at that period. That might have been worth it. Oh, it was all worth it. I mean, I, yeah. Oh, it was all worth it. But to never look back and regret. No, right. I. But uh, the embarrassing phone calls to Dar, uh, begging her for money, um, and oh. her letting me sink. She's like, "Nope." She goes, "You got to figure your way out of this." Good. She goes, "You are an adult. You decided to move to that city. I didn't tell you. You made this call. You were, you know, you you wanted to start this life. Now start that life." She goes, "Figure it out." Mm. She she paid it once. <laughs> She paid the phone bill once, and then when I called her like the next month, um, oh lord, she goes, she goes. Now what is? Why are these? You're not calling me this much. What are the? Why is your phone call? Why are your phone bills so expensive? And uh, and I just said, well, Minneapolis has different phone laws, and I just I know oh, I made up no. some ridiculous. Yeah, it's my lot. therapist. Yeah, it's my therapist that I can't afford. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then eventually we laughed. I did eventually tell her that it was a one nine hundred gay line, and then she kind of took pity on me. But yeah, uh, it is uh, six. Oh my God, I can't believe <laughs> kids today will never know that the that joy was of a one nine hundred number. People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gay now doc- they can video chat immediately. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I would have been swipe, uh, swipe, swipe. Oh my God, I would have been wow. pregnant had there been Tinder when I was or Grinder when I was a, in my twenties. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, I would have been pregnant. Um, one, uh, my talks listener rewards in May. Listen for a chance to win a Summer Lakes beverage prize pack, including a Yeti cooler stocked uh, with their bootleg and Luma Paloma mixes. We've also got gift cards to Bachman's and Lunson Byerly's. Go to mytalk1071.com to sign up. We're going to uh, take a pause. We'll be back right after these words with Alexis's review of a couple Netflix shows. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk with 071, everything entertainment, everything Alexis. Ew, David. Yeah, that one. Not our not our Alexis. Shites Creek's Alexis. <laughs> Ew, David. Ew, David. Uh, I'm Jason Matheson along with Alexis Thompson. That Alexis. Don McLean and Kenny on this Thursday, May 28th, 2020. Uh, I know I spent a lot of time in front of uh, streaming services. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, Alexis, yeah, I think we can call this uh, conversation one great, one turd. Uh, that's your words, not mine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You watched a couple things? 
I did. Yeah, I watched um, some Netflix movies over the weekend, and one I was actually really hyped to watch, and then that was the most disappointing one. Oh. And then the other one just kind of popped up in my feet. And I thought, well, why not? Let's watch it, and yeah. I loved it. Oh, kind of like um, the wrong Mo- the wrong Missy. Remember how that one just popped up? Yeah, and that Dance that's Bay. fantastic, super funny. Yeah. Um, but these two movies, Uncut Gems and The Lovebirds. Okay, which one? Are we starting with the turd or yeah, the good? With, yeah, let's start with the turd, sure. Okay, yeah. uh, it, that was um, Uncut Gems. Oh, really? Adam Sandler's movie, Kevin Garnett's in it, and it's a dark comedy kind of crime. Angel watched the whole thing and said it, he felt really depressed afterward. Oh, and that's just I, what we need right now. Exactly. Lovely. Yeah, he's Adam Sandler is a jeweler, and he makes a bet. And then he, you see all the different. He bets on a on a baseball, on a basketball game, and then you see all of the pl- people that he plays to try to uh, get money from different sources. And so many people were out to get him, and it just felt long. It, it's, it's only like two hours and fifteen minutes, which is still kind of long, oh, just in man. general. But it felt like four hours by the time I stopped, and I got past uh, more than halfway through. Oh my gosh! Are you serious? This feels like, and the other thing is too many people were talking on top of each other. I didn't know where to focus, what the storyline was, what was even going on. So that was, did you feel like nervous because it was very fast paced? I've heard that like, it's so much that you're like, just sort of have anxiety while you're watching yeah, it. That's yeah. That's a good way to describe it for sure. Yeah. There's people, too many people talking too many things like, wait, how are we supposed to connect this dot to that? And I, I hope that they connected it in the end. But I just couldn't take it anymore, and I just got up and left. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah. And normally I don't do that because, you know, I try to stick with it. But it was just like, I, uh, not today, you know? Not today. Not today, Satan. There's a lot of things that I feel that way about right now. But, you know, yeah. especially oh. watching something like Uncut Gems on uh, Netflix. And he I wasn't was even terrible. good. Oh, okay. Well. well, and it was hyped. You know, it was like, oh, yeah. Sandler, you know, his Oscar. deal with Netflix. And right. And that that's I, I want to see all of his movies because I really like him. But and then we had the wrong Missy, which he was involved in that movie, too. That was so fantastic. And then this was like, oh, oh. disappointing. Oh, that is disappointing. Yeah. I oh okay so mm-hmm. that was the bad one tell us the unexpected one okay then the flip side is the lovebirds Issa Rae and Camille uh, Ninjani, they're in it. They're a couple. They're a couple having problems. In fact, the day that all of this went down, they yeah. decided they were going to break up. Okay. And then they become involved in a murder case and they're worried that they are going to be the suspects and there were so many funny jokes around that. And just how they be such terrible criminals. And then they decide, well, they're going to think we did it. We're brown in America. You know, (laughs) what what are we going to do? So they try to solve the case themselves. (laughs) And just the things that they get into that night, it's, it's just hilarious. They're supposed to be at a dinner party with friends. And the friends are all confused. And uh, the criminal, they... They just find different information, and then they go to the next place. And it's kind of like a uh, you're following along, following, solving the mystery with them. Okay. And okay. it's so funny, you guys. The Lovebirds. The Lovebirds. On Netflix. That's the good so one. So good. Uncut Gems. Yeah. New.
No. Yeah, if you liked Uncut Gems, please let me know. Well, Mary, let us know. Well, Mary just wrote. Uh, Mary, yeah, yeah she, she writes a dedicated my talker to the to all of us. Yeah, she was. We went to it at the theater and we liked it. She was Jason. You should watch it and uh, see if uh, what you think. It was MC's favorite movie last year. Seriously? Wow. Wait, which one? Um, Uncut Gems. Really? I'm His almost positive. Favorite of the year? Yeah, oh. I, I didn't see it, but yeah, he he loved it. It was like. Really high whole pace. twelve months. Yeah, I guess so. He I said, mean, maybe, "Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe I just haven't been listening. Yeah. Maybe I just looking at him, going, What are you saying? This <laughs> conversation would be so much better if you had your pants off.'" <laughs> <laughs> I, I would pay attention to you a lot more if you were oh naked gosh. from the you know waist what? down. To make the story better. No pants. No pants. <laughs> That's yeah. <right. laughs> <laughs> Kenny, have you Either seen the it? pants come the pants come off or I'm playing Animal Crossing. Yeah, That's exactly. right. Choice, mister. <laughs> I'm going to my island. Oh boy. Uh, I, I haven't seen it. Uh, I've been resisting it, but I, I I lost internet again there. That's twice in the last hour. Oh. Uh, so I missed the beginning of the conversation, but I did uh, get back just in time to hear Lex say that you liked the wrong Missy. I can yes. debate you on I can debate you on that. <gasps> you didn't like I, that? Um, Lex, I went in this movie wanting to watch it, craving this. I need to turn my brain off. Yeah. I need to watch yeah. something really stupid and yep. laugh and enjoy it. And this is going to be a blast. And I had to turn it off right after he met the right Missy. I could see where oh. it was going. I could predict the future. It's predictable, yeah. And, and I in just, that way. Uh, it's like I couldn't take it. <laughs> and what I ended up doing, to because to, I still needed to turn my brain off, is I clicked on the Seinfeld stand-up and literally laughed until I cried. It oh, was uh, good. your next 23 hours or something oh, like yeah, that. His... It's a, a, a fairly new stand-up of him in New York. And uh, yeah, I thought, well, this that. might be this might be mildly amusing, you know. Jerry's okay. Yeah. And as it turned out, I laughed until I had tears in my oh, eyes. Good. I had no oh, idea. really? I had no idea that Seinfeld was going to crack me up like that because he's always been kind of, you know, predictable. Yeah. Uh, but I really enjoyed that stand-up. Stern thinks it's going to be Jerry was on CBS Sunday Morning mm-hmm. and he was on Howard. And Howard it kept kind of drilling him. Howard goes, this is going to be your last stand-up special. He just kept telling him, <laughs> this felt like your last stand-up special. Did it feel that way to you, Kenny? It was good. It was really good, Jason. He knocked it out of the park. I, I was ready for the boring old, yeah, you ever notice, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He was really good. He was very, very relatable. Okay. Very relatable did, did and it, very funny. Did it feel like a goodbye? It, it, you know what? If I was thinking... I, that's I, what I, Howard I, said. I'd, oh. I'd stand on that. If I was Seinfeld, I'd stand on that okay. and say bye-bye. Yeah. You know, that I, was if, a, good, oh. a good one to end on. I listened to that interview, and I was, uh, he kept leading him in a direction, which I thought, that's not what he's saying. He's told you five times that's not what he's saying. Uh, About Eddie Murphy, he wanted him to say that Eddie Murphy sucked at the beginning. And he's like, but don't you think that when he first started out, he just wasn't worthy of being a comic at all? And Jared would be like, well, we all sucked at the beginning. And then they'd go on and be like, so what you're saying is, is it Eddie Murphy? And he's like, no, I mean, what I'm saying is, is that we all needed work and we all kind of worked it out. It was like, dude, he's not saying that. So maybe. Maybe he's leading. uh, 
asking him also yeah. to. I think that he, yeah, wanted him to say, it's like, come on. You, now you just want a soundbite of him saying Eddie Murphy sucked at the beginning. Yep. That's what it seemed like. Well, Howard <laughs> doing his job. That's right. <laughs> the My Talk resource page presented by AARP can keep you updated with the good stuff and the bad stuff, resources and more uh, right there at MyTalk1071.com under keyword resource. My dear friends, we're going to take a break in the next hour. I'll give you the dish on the opening dates of Disneyland. I mean, I'm sorry, Disney World. Plus, I watched a great thing on Netflix. Uh, We have some highlights from that. More when we return.